this journey's got me bleeding, a certain kind of feeling. Let me begin by saying that I don't think there is anything wrong with forgiveness, if it is unforced and genuine. Not something you're shamed into, or guilted into, or made to feel is your responsibility. Not something that you are conditioned to believe that you owe to your aggressor. Not something you owe to the Sangha or the Church. Not something that you owe to yourself so that you can allegedly move on. But instead, something you arrive at genuinely at the tail end of a full-bodied, whole-being healing process. And just to be clear, this is not to say that you must arrive there, or you will forever be trapped inside of those memories. It's been my lived experience that sometimes the conscious choice not to forgive is the healthiest and most authentic choice once you reach the end of your healing journey. Doesn't mean you're a lesser human. Doesn't mean you're not spiritual or evolved. It doesn't mean you'll come back in the next lifetime to live it out again. It doesn't mean that you're shaking with grief or rage and forever stuck in time. It may simply mean that you have come to the end and realize that it is not in your truth to forgive certain acts and that it is certainly not your responsibility to do so. You're no longer troubled by the events, but you're clear that you have no interest in forgiving the aggressor. You may well choose to forgive yourself, but you still may decide not to forgive them. The assumption that forgiving the abuser is the benchmark of a completed emotional and karmic process is the mistake. The real benchmark of resolution is whether you've gone through your emotional process authentically and have arrived at a place where the negative charge around the experience has dissipated. The point is that focusing on our responsibility to forgive a wrongdoer sidetracks the whole process. Your sole responsibility is to arrive at whatever destination is true to you. Simply put, forgiveness is not the first place to go after an abusive relationship or a traumatic event. Healing is. In the dissociated new cage and religious world, forgiveness is absolutely mandatory. People are always encouraged to forgive independent of extensive emotional processes, as though forgiveness is merely a thought or a concept or something that can be willed. Some even go so far as to suggest that you must always heal your wounds directly with the wrongdoers and remain connected to them. Of course, putting your focus on forgiving a wrongdoer before we have actually prioritized working through our anger and our pain is another way we imprison consciousness and overturn reasonable principles of accountability. And it's a very easy way to control human consciousness and to create a space where the religious or spiritual leader can get away with anything, any economic or relational misdeed, any abuse of power, because they have ensured that their community will immediately forgive them. And interestingly, the forgiveness mantra is often directly linked, as a matter of belief, to a long list of similarly ungrounded beliefs that coalesce to enable each other in the spiritual world. For example, that there are no victims and no one to blame. That you have consciously manifest everything you've been through. That everything is perfect just like it is. And this is where the problem lies. 
If we simply say that forgiveness is a good thing in certain circumstances, that sometimes there's no one to blame, that sometimes we consciously or even unconsciously chose various outcomes, that sometimes things are perfect just like they are, then we don't have a problem. So long as we then co-create a structure for inquiry that can lead us to draw reasonable conclusions from our experiences. Because the word sometimes holds the door open to a more grounded deliberation of the situations before us. Our problem begins when we apply these cliches carte blanche to every circumstance. In the context of forgiveness, I call that the forgiveness bypass, which I define as the tendency to avoid unresolved memories and emotions by forgiving prematurely or through a cerebral process alone. This is not a genuine, full-bodied forgiveness. It's a feigned forgiveness. This is not only an ungrounded tendency, because you cannot actually will yourself into a feeling of forgiveness, it's also a dangerous one. The unhealed emotional material will come back to assert itself and haunt us in various forms, internal splitting and confusion, passive-aggressive behavior, and the toxic impact of held emotions. In the process, we become just another step removed from our authentic presence. Because at some level, we're not living our truth. Forgiveness is not something that can be forced or willed. True forgiveness can only rise organically after a genuine healing process. Only then is it authentic. Close quote. Let's lean into the question of forgiveness in a more personal way. I call this 20-minute exercise, Have You Truly Forgiven? I invite you to approach it with an open heart, without any judgment towards your process or where you land. Begin by laying down, or sitting down, or standing up. Whatever calls you in this moment, I'll give you a minute to get comfortable. Now close your eyes and spend the next few minutes getting intimate with your breath. Feel it deeply as it moves evenly through your mouth, through your nasal passages, through your throat, and then circulates throughout your entire body. Don't push it. Just let it gently and organically circulate. This exercise is not meant to be rigorous, but more of a gentle unfurling. Be with your breath openly and steadily through the entire exercise. Let it roam quietly through you, like a flashlight in the dark, illuminating your truths.
Now allow yourself to remember someone that has wronged or hurt you. It can be in the recent past, or it can be in the distant past. Someone that wronged or hurt you, and that you believe, at least to some extent, that you have forgiven for their actions. Invite yourself to remember them. Perhaps even invite yourself to remember an actual experience or an event with them that was very difficult. Don't pick something that might feel re-traumatizing, but do pick something you can't help but remember. Now spend the next few minutes inside of that remembrance. Allow yourself to take a walk back in time to that phase in your life. Now imagine yourself sitting before them, right now, in the heart of all this remembrance. They're right before you, and they're silent and non-threatening. They're just there. And now grant yourself permission to express how you really feel about them and their actions. Put any idea of what you should feel off to the side in this safe and unshamed space. Know that they cannot harm you here. Allow yourself to uncover your true feelings about the person. Be truly honest about your feelings. And allow yourself to express them. Do this either in your imaginings, or even do this aloud in the space that you're in. If you feel love and forgiveness, feel it. If you feel unresolved anger, own and express it. If you feel like cursing, screaming, swearing, do it. If you feel like crying cry. Whatever is true for you, allow yourself to dip into it as deeply as you can and express it to them for the next five minutes or so.
When you're done, imagine them gone from your space. Poof. It's just you and you alone. And now ask yourself this simple question. Have I truly forgiven? Have I truly forgiven? If your answer is yes, and you feel no uncertainty about it, then you are living in truth. If the answer is no, if you now realize that you haven't forgiven them, then just be with that here for the next few minutes. Grant yourself permission to own this truth, and to pay close attention to anything that comes up inside of you to combat, shame, or guilt it. We've all received messages about how wrong it is to not forgive. If those messages are now coming back through you, do notice them. But more importantly, allow yourself to accept that in the situation that you explored, you have not forgiven that person or certain events with them. And allow yourself to lean into an experience of self-acceptance and self-love, even if you haven't forgiven them. And especially because you have found the courage to accept the truth of your experience. It will be for you to decide at a later time whether your non-forgiveness of them is perfect just as it is, or if you feel it would serve you, not them, not the new cagers, not the church, you, to go deeper inside of an emotional healing process around the relationship and what you experienced. In the meantime, spend the next few minutes accepting whatever is true for you. Accepting it. Embracing it. Honoring it and allowing it to exist in and of itself as fundamental to your reality as you know it.
The best way to exit New Cage Prison is to grant ourselves permission to recognize and own our core truths. This is particularly true with respect to how we feel about relationships and things we've experienced. We must be truthful, because denying the truth prevents a part of us from living in presence. Truth is the gateway to the moment. It opens the door. And denying truth prevents us from growing and maturing as spiritual beings. If we can't hold the space for our emotional truths, which includes anything we have yet to resolve or come to terms with, we can't hold the space for reality. Because emotional and spiritual maturity are all the same, really. And if we can't own our emotional truths, we also cannot learn any lessons that may live at the heart of a fully worked-through emotional process. That's not to say there must be a lesson, but sometimes there is. And we can't learn it if we deny the existence of an unresolved process. So with respect to forgiveness, there are three primary paths available to us. One, an organic and authentic process that leads to genuine forgiveness. Two, an organic and authentic process that leads to the conscious choice not to forgive. And three, the recognition that you just don't know yet, that you need to go deeper into the feelings and the memories before you can decide where you stand. The forgiveness bypass prevents all of those paths from being walked. Through stars, the arrows come straight for.